It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan DePrimenil. Today in the news, volunteers are going around Haines beaches to pick up trash and collect data. The trash will go to the dump, but the data will inform international agreements. It's 10 a.m. on Wednesday morning, and about 20 volunteers have gathered in the Haines Harbor. They will soon board two fishing boats and four skiffs and head across the canal to the Kathahine Beach. They are bringing maps, trash bags, and data sheets. I think this is the biggest cleanup that Haines has held for a while. Tracy Wyrak Cassidy works at the Takshanuk Watershed Council. They went last year and they got quite a bit, but they weren't able to haul it all back. Sounds like there's a bunch of tires and large debris. Wyrak Cassidy has organized this year's marine debris cleanup and she explains the plan. We'll spend two days here at the Katsahine, and then all next week we'll be doing hiking beaches, and then we have uh, an excursion out to the Chilkat Islands to also clean up out there. Staff from the nonprofit Ocean Conservancy have come to town to assist with the cleanup. The organization is partnering with local groups all over the world to clean up beaches and gather data on coastal pollution. Their website claims over 17 million people have participated in the effort and collected over 350 million pounds of trash since the program started 35 years ago. That's 6,000 humpback whales worth of garbage. Sarah Weller manages the cleanup program at Ocean Conservancy. She has come from Washington, D.C. to help out and gather data. She wants to record the type of debris they are finding. So everything from like item count data, like how many plastic beverage bottles, to total weights of things like fishing debris, fishing gear, fishing nets. Weller travels to many cleanup events. She says she sees different trash at different places. So globally, it's interesting. It's a lot of consumer single-use items, things like cigarette butts, food wrappers, plastic food containers. Here it's a bit different, though. It's debris that's kind of been out in the water for a while. It's more fishing and aquaculture debris. So we're excited to be doing cleanups just here in Alaska to see what sort of trends are actually happening here regionally and how that differs to like the global and even the lower 48 perspective. The volunteers receive data sheets. On it, they record the number and weight of items collected. There are entries for buoys, buckets, and bottle caps, and also for fishnets, footwear, foam insulation, and food wrappers. This information will be entered in a global database of coastal garbage. The database informs international efforts to minimize our environmental impact. Last year, the United Nations adopted a resolution to end plastic pollution. The data are available to anyone, and I know the UN Environment Program does utilize the data from our system. With the data in hand, environmental advocates can make a case for reducing single-use items or phase out certain kinds of plastics. Styrofoam, that's a really problematic type of plastic that we're really trying to reduce. It gets out into the environment and it breaks down into really, really small foam balls. Weller says plastics keep breaking down into ever smaller pieces. And they can become basically unseeable to the naked eye, but the molecules still persist in the environment for you know, researchers don't know how long. So that's what's really scary and kind of where the science is looking at right now is what happens when those really, really small microplastics are in the environment and enter the food chain. Weller says her organization advocates for use of material that degrade more readily in the case of packaging. For fishing gear, there is not yet a good alternative to plastics. 
She says the key is to prevent the gear from becoming garbage in the first place and making sure there are facilities for proper disposal or recycling of old nets. The volunteers at the Katsahin Beach were covering a three-mile stretch of coast. By the end of the afternoon, they had collected enough debris to fill a dump truck. They will be at it again in the morning. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan DePrimenel. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haines, Skagway, and Clockwise.